Welcome to Here's Teresa on TalkZone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Teresa is here to inspire and educate you with heartwarming stories and informative conversations from a national and global perspective. Now, here's Teresa. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to all of my listeners out there. This is Teresa E. Keys with that wonderful get you going up and ready music. I am your host for Here's Teresa, formerly put it all on the table through mediation, and I'm broadcasting on the greattalkzone.com internet radio. And I thank you for tuning in to my show as I know that there are choices um out there and that and that I want you to know um and I want you to know that, you know, I how much I appreciate you listening to me. I really do. I really do appreciate it. Um, listen, so here is the age old question. Um, how are you out there? Is everything going good for you? Are you guys, you know, doing your Christmas shopping and so forth and so on? Well, listen. If you, if you guys are well underway with Christmas shopping, that's fabulous. You know, if you are, I'm, you know, kudos to you. But look, there is no wrong way or, 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 you know, of how, you know, we want to do our shopping, you know. So for all of those who, who are like me and will be shopping probably to the last hour, I want you to know that that's all right too. That, you know, listen, there is enough pressure from society as it is, um, on us, you know, for so many things. And there is no one size fits all, you know, when it comes to how you want and or need to spend, uh, need to do things that, that are best for you and, um, do what you need to do, um, for you and your family and spend what you need to spend, you know, and that's it. Never, never mind anything else. All right. Here's the weather, weather report. The weather is inclement in so many parts of our nation's listeners. And I know you know that as I am looking at the, you know, the reports on the television, you know, and I'm like, wow. But I'm so happy that I do not live in the Midwest anymore. Love you guys out there. But, you know, what can I say? I'm glad I'm here. Uh, but here comes the but. Here in Arizona, particularly the, va- the valley, we are experiencing warm weather, warmer than normal. So look, you all, yesterday and today is like near 80 degrees, okay? 76 for both days as a high, okay? Now, that's a wow, too. Now, we are just on the other spectrum of the people in the Midwest, for example, because trust me, global warming is doing its thing on us as well. A lot of people say, oh, I wish I was there where you are in Arizona. Well, not too fast, you all, because when spring and summer rolls around here, particularly in the valley, it is like an oven. And for all of you who listen to me regularly, you will remember me telling you that, excuse me, in the sun, the temperature can be 120 plus degrees and more. You know what I mean? Especially when the high already is forecast to be 115, 116. And, you know, and that's in the shade. Okay. Now, the title of my show today, listeners, is Tis the Season to be Jolly. And the reason I chose this topic is to talk about, you know, because it's this time of the year, especially, you know, great things are happening and there are not um, so great things happening in our society, too. We know that people, you know, unconsciously, guys, allow pressure to be put on them regarding the season. So as I said before, in the overwhelming majority of this 
pressure is directly related to purchasing gifts for the spouses and families. And listen, I clearly understand this, you know, people wanting to see smiles and happiness within their families, you know, as we celebrate Christmas, the birth of our Lord. However, unfortunately, it can get to the point where some people, okay, become entrenched with anxiety and depression and uh, as a result of not being able to purchase gifts and, you know, or buy the groceries that they want, you know, you know, during this holiday season. So as I have said before, you all, we as spiritual beings having a human being experience here on Earth, we're supposed to be happy, fulfilled and joyous. And my guest, Rachel C. Campbell, and I are going to talk about, you know, what I just said as well, talking about the great things that are happening in our society that we do not get mentioned of on the grandiose scale via the media like we should. I think just, you know, this is what I think. I think that just hearing, um, you know, inspirational stories, you know, can, it can spark a lot, um, can spark a lot, you know, of, of, you know, of give us a little boost or something to people who are hearing that. And remember, remember this guys, pot, remember positively, positivity prevails over negativity always. And the discussion is going to be good that I'm having on my show. Tis the season to be jolly. And I'm going to bring my brother on here shortly, but first, and listen, and I'm hearing from my, um, my engineer that it is like wind chill factor of negative 25. Ah, see, you can never dress warm enough, but wow. Shout out to my engineer, Dave. Whoa. Okay. Are you all out there hip to Macklemore? Maybe you would be more familiar with Macklemore and Ryan Lewis. Okay. Well, on the Ellen DeGeneres show that uh, recently aired Friday, December the 9th, Macklemore performed this, this single titled Wednesday Morning. It is about the aftermath of the November 9th election. Okay. If you all out there missed uh, this performance, you didn't, you didn't see it on Ellen DeGeneres or on YouTube, please pull it up so you can see and hear this performance. Um, Yahoo News reported on December 9th that Macklemore is no stranger to writing songs with a purpose that reflect the state of a social issues in the country. And he performed his latest single Wednesday morning about the aftermath of the November 9th election on the Ellen DeGeneres show on Friday. Well, it goes on to say when we oppress anyone, we oppress ourselves. The greatest gift I've ever learned is helping someone else. The rapper sings over a somber black and white foreground featuring American flags, children and city landscapes. And he says we fight for the people that haven't had a voice, fight for the First Amendment, fight for freedom of choice. The song's lyrics, you guys, offer words of hope and also touch on issues such as women's rights and LGBTQ uh, rights. And Macklemore has previously tackled these issues in songs like Same Love and White Privilege, too. Now, the Grammy winner also focuses on his baby girl with lines like, imagine trying to keep your head while your daughter sleeps in bed. And when she wakes up, will the world be the same? Will my girl be afraid in the home of the brave? The report also states that immediately following Donald Trump's election, uh, when Macklemore posted a moving message on Instagram declaring that Donald Trump is not raising my daughter. You know, I really enjoyed Macklemore's words and his performance that he spoke in the single. And I felt that they were very apropos for the flavor of the nation right now. Let's say so. 
you guys go out there and and uh, listen to it. You know, check it out. I'm telling you, you you would like it. Now, look, have you all heard about the wrong way driving that is happening here in Arizona? I mean, unfortunately, it is off the chain. And I do mean off the chain. There was, for example, a terrible wrong way accident here on the highway Tuesday of this week. The person and his passenger who was driving the wrong way lost their lives and the truck that they hit, the two people in that vehicle are in critical condition, the reports are saying. You know, so Fox News reported yesterday that the wrong way driver was on medication and sometimes he gets confused when he's driving and his passenger was 28 years of age and the driver of the wrong way vehicle, you know, was in his 60s. And it says that, you know, both of these guys were friends. And it's just so sad. Now, here is a shocking stat for you regarding wrong way drivers here in Arizona, you all. The reporter said that this year there have been over 1,600 wrong way driving accidents. Once again, you know that is off the chain. And you know what? The state of Arizona do have big signs, you all, up red, big red signs, white letters glowing and all of that. Some have flashing lights that you are going the wrong way, especially where the entrances and exits are on the highway and other streets as well. Now, for all of you who took statistics in college like I did, the total number of stats are comprised of several varying factors as well, such as, you know, intentional driving the wrong way. Okay. We got the drunk drivers, you know, and then maybe some people are just confused. Maybe they're on drugs or whatever, you know. And so, you know, I think that more needs to be done to help prevent these wrong way drivers from getting onto the highway. I'm not exactly sure what needs to be done here in this state, although I do have an idea. But, you know, my prayers are with all of the victims and their families involved in this terrible, terrible auto crash. God bless you all. Now, all right. My show is about giving some good news. Here we go. Here is a great news report also being reported on Fox News yesterday that the Pima County Sheriff's have a program that is funded by donors. And this program gives money to people who are struggling versus giving them a ticket. <laughs> OK, and they were showing this on film and the officers were on their bikes um, you know, their, their auto, their auto bikes and they were, their motorcycles rather. And they were, you know, uh, pulling this guy over and he thought that he was getting a ticket. But what they did was that they gave him some money, you know, like a hundred, two hundred dollars. And during this season, I want to say to you all, please be careful of packages that are being ordered online and delivered, especially when there is no one at, you know, your home to receive the package for you. You know, it is outrageous. The elevation of numbers that are associated with this crime. You know, here is a story for you. As my husband and I were looking at the news report the other day this week, there was an elderly woman, okay, who was driving a black Hummer, okay, you all, and she was going around taking packages off of people's porches. I mean, really, really? Now, I'm not sure where this, you know, where this exactly happened, you know, what state. Um, you know, but instead of her working a job, you know, or teaching some positive life learning lessons to those coming behind her or just cleaning her house. All right. She's stealing. It's so ridiculous. And it's and she's, you know, on that same wavelength of so many 
thousands of people that are doing this terrible crime. It just goes to show you all that 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 this is this isn't anything new for her. I bet you that I'm certain that she has been doing underhand and nasty things throughout her life. I bet you she has. This is just she didn't just wake up and say, oh, you know, I'm going to start stealing packages. She's driving an expensive vehicle, you all. And she's without any fear. And she's being recorded on individuals' camera systems. Okay, now, you know, she's going to get caught. And, And once again, how crazy is that? You know, you're you're an elderly woman and you're going around doing that. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just I I don't I don't know. I I just don't know. That's all I'm saying. But I still have hope and I'm going to have hope um, because, you know, without hope, you know, we have nothing, nothing at all. Okay. now I'm going to bring my brother on and um, because I have a lot to talk about. And um, he is Reginald Cedric Campbell. He is my guest host today. I describe him as the world's best mental health therapist. He is a great conversationalist. He's very smart and and he's political savvy and he's highly intellectual. Good morning, Reginald. Good morning, everyone. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. I know there's and, a certain person who says, oh, you, you know, we can't say happy holidays. You should say Merry Christmas. Be quiet. Okay. Happy holidays. That covers all of our, you know, friends and neighbors who are of different, um, you know, religious backgrounds and things like that. Yes. So, you know, if, exactly. if so, so many people, if it's not my way of thinking, it's just the wrong way. No, that's just your way of thinking, and everybody has their way of thinking. So, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, holidays. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Exactly. Kwanzaa, the whole thing. You know, I, you know, I wish you all the best, you know? Um, yeah, that, that, that's, that's, see, that's all, that's crazy, Reginald. You know, it is, you know, it's all part of that continued contentiousness that's only going to blow up in his face. But, you know, we're not going to be doing a bunch of talk about him. So we're doing some uplifting today, uh, because, you know, around this time of the year, um, a lot of, um, you know, our brothers and sisters, you know, God's children, we become depressed and anxious and so forth and so on. So, you know, the topic of my show is tis the season to be jolly. Now, I love this time of the year. I love, 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 love this time of the year as we are celebrating the birth of birth of Christ, which is something that a lot of people don't want to hear. But this is my show and I'm saying it. You know, we're celebrating the birth of Christ with our families and friends. And I also say that this is a good time to do what I am calling quality checks within ourselves, Reginald. You know what I'm saying? We know we need to do some reflection. I want you guys to get up and stretch, get your coffee and tea, take a couple of deep knee bends and come back with me. Back to Here's Teresa on TalkZone.com with Teresa E. Keeves. Okay. All right, Reginald. We are back. And um, so now we um, had a little technical glitch. And um, and I and, uh, I think that I was, was talking to you about um, doing quality checks within ourselves, wasn't I? Yeah, we, we had started, started on that. And... Um, uh, actually, that's something that I've been doing uh, not only in my personal life, but with my some of my clients as well as the year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, come to an end of, of uh, 
you know, just taking, looking back, taking a check of, of what has happened, what's transpired, um, uh, getting people to see some of the things that, that they've overcome um, and how powerful that can be of, uh, you know, using that to, to move forward, to continually staying with moving forward. And um, uh, even as far as uh, just doing New Year's resolutions, uh, you know, I really don't believe in New Year's resolutions per se because I think that's something that we should be doing on a continuous basis. Uh, but mm. sometimes with, uh, you know, people that their city doing therapy with, um, and, and even our, ourselves, you know, we need to have, uh, somewhat of a, of a, of a guide, somewhat of a encyclopedia or, uh, um, I always like to say something like a GPS, you know, to help, to help guide us. Uh, so mm-hmm. I've been doing some of that with, with people as well of, uh, and, and, and reflecting is, is so important because a lot of times people, uh, a lot of people that I work with, uh, they, they may look back and, and, and not see some of the things that, uh, that they've overcome uh, in these past uh, 12 months. And when you sit mm-hmm. down and, and talk to them about it, they're like, oh, my gosh, I, yeah, I, I do remember when that happened. Well, I do. And, you know, and they can would take a, a, a check and see how they overcome that and where they uh, are or where they were six months ago. Before. It, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to it's good to reflect, you know, and um, you know, just you know, just what you were saying, you know, what was good and what is not good for me, you know, and am I happy? If not, why not? And did I help anyone in need? And did I ask for help as I found found myself? deficit inabilities to move forward in my life you know so is i i say that this is a time of the year um you know to reflect and there are many um great um guides as you were saying and as you know you can always um go to a, a good minister um as as well or a priest and um you know and, and sit down and, and have a chat with them uh, because they 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 also are very good guys. I have used them, you know, as you know, growing up in the church, Catholicism, and now uh, religious science, and then also, um, you know, uh, uh, you know, tuning into all of the great, you know, um, authors and and um, uh, spiritual knowledge people, you know. So, you know, Rachel, there's so much negativity going on right now that it can create depression for some or anxiety. You know, for others. And the thing is, Reginald, that so much negative news is being reported constantly on the media all day long. And people are listening to it, you know, as this as they feel this is how they would, you know, be kept informed, you know. And as I have stated before, that at the end of the broadcast, the media will have an, one Reginald enlightening story after reporting for 45 minutes of heartbreaking, head shaking stories, you know, so. Now you are a mental health therapist. Do, you know, you know, do what I just said make any sense to you? I think that, you know, you know, just the just the <clears throat> excuse me embodiment of listening to constant negativity has definitely got to have some type of of you know southern play on our soul, body, minds, and spirit as we are taking all of this in. What do you think? Uh, sure, it, it definitely does. Uh, just the holiday season itself. Uh, you know, two months of Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, and, and New Year's, uh, that, that's hard on people that, that see 
single and you know, have a spouse, you don't have children. And, you know, I can see for that personally myself of being single and I have a spouse and, and children, you know, you can get sucked into that, oh gosh, I'm here by myself, I feel alone, you know. And then the constant bombardment of um, uh, uh, Madison Avenue will get this, buy this, do this, you have to have this. Um, it, it's overwhelming to people. Um, mm-hmm. And then you throw in, um, you know, the news. Um, we just got through with a, uh, a really bruising presidential campaign. Um, the outcome was not um, what some people wanted. Uh, the outcome a lot of millions of people. Um, <laughs> it's not, not, not what I wanted. Um, Me neither. But, uh, but but I have faith in, and I'm not afraid to say that, but you know, I have I have faith because God is it. So and when we sit back and, and think of that and realize that, you know, God is in control. This is one person. This is one person who says, you know, all of these things, but you know, man, God is in control. And so sometimes we have to turn the news off. Uh because mm-hmm. it's all about how much you know, the media is all about, um, okay, like Good Morning America and, and uh, the, the Today Show. You know, you look at the set. It's like something from, from Entertainment Tonight. It's not about it's not about news. It's about what Kanye West said and, and who said this and who said that. And then they stuff you with some bad news. And then, okay, see ya. Uh, so a lot of times we need to turn that mess off. And that listen to what Madison Avenue says that we need to do, what we need to have, what we need to buy, and look within ourselves, look within our our maker, and and be happy with that because again, he's in control. And if you're walking, you're talking. If you're in your right mind, uh, if you're a caring and loving person to individuals, to families. You know, uh, God's children, God's animals, that in itself mm-hmm. is something to be thankful for. That in itself is something to be happy about. And so, um, uh, a lot of times, oh, I yeah. talk about living in the here and now in, in therapy sessions. Um, it's great to take stock of what happened to us, and we can learn from that, and we can use that um, to help us go forward. It's great to look. Future, exactly. All we all we have is right here and now, and um, and we need to be some of my clients about this. Yeah. not trying to interrupt you but i need to i want to there's a lot that i need to that i want to cover here and um <clears throat> so i thank you for that but you know i'm still a a lover of professional mediation and as i know that it is a fabulous tool for resolving issues between litigants and the disputants and i'm happy to know that the lgbt community is turning to professional mediation to resolve their issues 
disagreements and conflicts versus, you know, versus going to court. And I'm equally happy uh, to know that there is recon- that they are recognizing the need for the segment of our population among non-attorneys such as myself and lawyers who are interested in helping these individuals to rectify their needs, you know, um, with amicable resolution in their life. And I've also taken note that there is this one law firm is called Alternative Law, who, by the way, have law offices in many areas of the United States for all of you all who are listening to me. And they state that gay and lesbian mediations, uh, same sex mediation and LGBT mediations are specialized forms of mediation designed specifically to meet the needs of all of the diverse communities within our culture. I just I just think that's great. You know, um, either way, most people can recognize that regardless of whatever, you know, whether they are officially recognized or sanctioned by the government, these relationships have existed forever. As I said, this this has been going on ever since the those three boats sailed behind over to this country from Europe. OK, give me a break with that. And gay mediation opened up new resources for all members of our society. So, you know, uh, you know that I, I I'm just saying that I'm I'm happy to know that. You know, that uh, there there is, you know, opening that people are opening up who are in my profession. Uh, they're opening up to knowing that, you know, these are people. They are red and white corpuscle people. They're God's children and they are loved no more than or less than you. And uh, that there is a there is a need for that. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Mm-hmm. It, it goes back to dialogue. You know, dialogue is so awesome of, of uh, you know, being able to sit across the table and, and talk to someone. Uh, exactly. Uh, getting to know that person. Of, uh, uh, you know, so, so it, 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 is so, it is so powerful. One of the things that, um, uh, that, that I was frustrated with, um, the stance of, of some of, of, of the Republican Party of not uh, having dialogue with, with Cuba. Um, I mean, that, that's, that's just so ridiculous. We, what, what has... Uh, not talking got us. Not mm-hmm. talking has started wars. Not talking has uh, gotten people, uh, you know, to harm other people. Not talking has um, uh, people who grew up in a in, in a certain home and area, you know, of, 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 of being taught certain things about certain people. But if you don't talk to those certain things and certain people, you know, then you discover that you know what? Wait a minute, you're just like me, you're no different from me, because at exactly. the end of the day, we're all we're all God's children, and not talking is not good. So, so, so I'm, I'm, I I commend those who mm-hmm. are, who are doing that uh, for the LGBT community. Exactly, it, exactly. You know, because I'm expanding that way because there is a need. There is a need. Okay, now. Reginald and my listeners, early in my broadcast, I mentioned a good news report. You know, the one with the Pima County sheriffs giving money to those who are in need. They're, you know, they drive up behind them in their, in their uh, vehicles or their motorcycles and they think they're getting, getting a ticket, but in actuality, they're getting like a hundred to two hundred dollars. And I think that is fabulous and mucho kudos to the police officers who are participating in this act of kindness. All right. Well, I have another great story, Reginald, as I want people to know that in spite of all of the negative reporting that constantly goes on, there are absolutely wonderful things happening in our country. And here's one that I find is so great. The good news report reported on December that a proud son posts photos of parents who overcame addiction graduated together. 
The story goes on to say, listeners, that Charles Cole III posted on social media on the 3rd of December that my parents went back to college together and they graduated today. Cole III is now the proud son of two college graduates who overcame their drug addiction so they could get their bachelor's degrees. Charles, who is a college graduate himself, posted a photo of his beaming Paris in caps and gowns with the caption, my parents went back to college together and they graduated today. So together, Renata and Charles Sr. earned their Bachelor's of Arts in Biblical Studies from the Sacramento Theological Seminary with the hopes of continuing their education, you all, and getting doctorates so that they can open their own church and help the homeless. The two have been sober for two decades ever since they gave up their education uh, to raise uh, their kids. And so the story is that, well, if he can do it, we can do it, too. This is what the father said to ABC News. He said that we embedded this in him. And somehow or another, they got off on track, but they got back on track, Reginald. So for all of you listening to me. This is proof positive that you can turn your life around regardless. I always like to, you know, I've been, uh, you know, that's my forte. I got a master's in business, uh, uh, MBA, and, you know, I'm very interested in business and I've always been interested. Nike has, has, has one of the best logos and, and taglines. Just do it. Make a conscious decision and stick to it. Just do it. When the student is ready, you all, I've said this a million times and I'm going to say it a million more. The teacher appears. Trust me, I am living witness to that. I love to hear these stories because it gives us fuel to the positive fire of life for me. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? This is a beautiful story. It's a beautiful story. Yeah, that is that is so cool. And, um, you know, God, God bless both of them. And, uh, mm-hmm. It shows that with, um, you know, hard work and, and determination, we can, uh, you know, we we could do that. And that's, oh, that's great. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they look, they look so happy and, you know, they're, they're smiling and, you know, um, you know, all this kind of stuff. You know, I just, um, um, I, 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 I just, I just love these stories and there's so many stories out there, but they're not you know, being reported uh, like we want. But listen, I want you guys to get up and stretch, get your coffee and tea, take a couple of deep knee bends and come back with me. Let's get back to Here's Teresa on Talk Zone with your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning with me and my guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Rachel C. Campbell. And the title of our talk today is Tis the Season to be Jolly. We are talking about stories of uplift um, and things like that. My last uh, few um, uh, broadcasts have been, you know, about the um, election and the outcome and so forth and so on. So, you know, I want to I want to mix it up. Um, uh, uh, you know, a little bit here. And, um, cause as I said, this is the time of the year that, um, people, um, unfortunately, you know, become anxious or depressed because it's the season and, um, that it is, uh, they lose sight of the fact that 
we're actually supposed to be celebrating, you know, the birth of Christ and being with um, our families and reflecting and loving more and opening up more. But we're going to continue, um, you know, going on now. I want to continue with um, um, another story uh, very quickly about mediation. Um, this gentleman by the name of uh, Sandeep Balothia, he wrote up a, a, um, a story for Mediate.com called Let Mediation Help Your Business. And he says that when people honor each other, there is a trust established that leads to synergy, interdependence, and deep respect. Both parties make decisions and choices based on what is right, what is best, what is valued most highly. Okay, Blaine Lee said that actually. Okay, so what he says is that when he is mediating uh, businesses, um, this, this, uh, the, the author says that he will use this opportunity to write about how he believed that mediation, if not the best, is surely the most suitable mechanism to resolve a commercial issue. And I totally, I totally agree with him. He says that any relationship which involves human beings can last long if its foundations are reinforced with trust. Similarly, any commercial transaction or for that matter, any commercial relationship cannot reach its desired end without the presence of trust between those entering into such a relationship. I totally agree with that. Okay. And I just wanted to, you know, say again that trust is one of the most operative words and, and actions and also uh, right along there with hope. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? We got the trust. We got the hope. We got the, we have to, those things have to be, have to be together, you know? Now, here is something else I want to, uh, you know, I want to talk about, you know, there is power in writing, Reginald, and you know, I, I like to write. And, um, and I have talked about this before that people are seemingly getting out of picking up pen to paper and writing a note or a letter to a loved one, a friend or a neighbor. <laughs> okay. Far too often for me, uh, Reginald, people are what I call losing the very fiber of their being. For example, kids in a number of Arizona school districts are not being taught to write in cursive. What the heck is, is you know, what is that about? You know, because the school district that, you know, my grands go to, they do not emphasize writing. Oh, it's okay if you print. No, you are in high school, Tierra, and you need to write. Um, Marty, you are fifth grade, you need to write. So I'm taking them through uh, their cursive stuff. So if your penmanship wasn't good when we were attending primary education, Reginald, you know, uh, you can recall that that, that resulted in a bad grade. And, you know, and heck, our mother was on us about education and having good penmanship was a must in our household. You know, remember that, Reginald? So, so now I came across this heartwarming story about Detroit students who attend the Detroit Ed, uh, Edison Public School Academy to see the power of a handwritten thank you note. Now, this story reported on today.com slash new on November 18, 2016, and it has a nice video of school children. They're all so cute. Oh, my gosh. Now, this story was inspired by Matt Lauer of the Today Show. His profits from uh, today's original would be benefiting their school. Now, Matt Lauer, who like myself, he still likes to write letters and thank you notes. I'm always writing a letter or thank you note. I love to do that versus printing it out on the computer or something. He pulled out a drawer um, in this segment showing the numerous stationery that he purchases, you know, like myself, you know. Um, now, these letters were written 
um, from these kids to their fathers, uh, you all, they um, or their mothers and their uncles. You know, for example, one kid sent a thank you note uh, f- uh, from his, um, you know, from his dad saving him from drowning in a pool. Um, another kid wrote a note to his father thanking him for all that he do, including disciplining him. And then there was another young boy who wrote a letter to his uncle thanking him for his service in the military. And now you should know that you all, these children are, 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 you know, were shown Matt, you know, writing notes because they were asking, you know, the principal, you know, well, why can't we Skype? Why can't we this? Why can't we that? You know, she says, no, no, you all don't need to be Snapchat and Skyping and all that. You need to write. And uh, now the kids are have become very, very interested um, in it. Now, this school, I call it a magical school. Now, you should know that the children, you know, as I said, they were showing what Matt were doing and they became very interested. Now, this school, Reginald, boasts of 100 percent of their kids graduate. They get accepted into colleges all around the country. And 90 percent, Reginald, of the students enroll in college. Now, this just started and they you know Matt Lauer's thing has just started and they have raised over $38,000 so far you know that was in November so I'm sure they've gotten more now what I want to say is that the school gets these profits Rachel from Matt Lauer he teamed up with Shinola it's spelled S-H-I-N-O-L-A for all of you who have an interest you want to go and maybe purchase some um Purchase some, um, uh, you know, some some paper and pens and things from Shinola. Um, you know, they have uh, journals, they have watches, they have passport holders. You know, all of this money, 100%, goes to these schools. This this school for learning and development opportunities, Reginald, including dual courses, so that the children can earn college credit before attending colleges. Now, I had said earlier that. Oh, and one more thing. They get full scholarships, Reginald. All these kids get full scholarships. Okay, now, I said I wasn't going to mention him, but I'm going to. Um, Donald Trump had said in his campaign that campaign that African-American blacks, they don't have anything. Their kids are bad. Their neighborhoods are bad. Their housing are bad. They live in ghettos, and they have no jobs. Okay, um, <laughs> so uh, your comment, Reginald? Um, I, as far as Donald Trump, my comment is no comment at all. Um, <laughs> um, well, just comment I mean, on the I, just comment on on the I, article I, that I was talking about. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's great that uh, what they're doing because I was actually I was talking to a, a gentleman about a week or so ago when I was in Cuba, and we were just talking about this this subject. He was talking about how his um, uh, how how his children. Uh, were unaware of, of, of just how to write a letter, you know, get pencil and, and paper and, and write a letter to someone. And mm-hmm. we were talking about that, how that art has, um, has just not been passed on to, um, say, the kids of the past 20 uh, years or so. And it's mm-hmm. nothing like receiving a handwritten letter or a note from someone because uh, that person has uh, sat down and taken the time. Like, wow, they thought of me enough of me to sit down and write this letter, to take a pen and, and paper and write this letter to me uh, versus, uh, okay, I'm on the Internet. I'll just send you, uh, send you an email. 
And, and all of that is great. All of that is fine, you know, technology and, and all. But we can't lose the sight of, um, you know, being able to sit down and write and properly write a letter. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So or note. I think that's great. Yeah, and this, I mean, it's very, very powerful um, to sit down and take the time because for me, um, um, you know, it, it, it shows that you actually took the time, which is our most mm-hmm. precious commodity, to to write something to someone, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and and the person on the receiving end, whenever they get a letter, you know, and it's uh, something in the middle and it's hand handwritten, um. You know, they they seem to be so, you know, like, oh, wow, look at what I got a card from them, you know, and the card may say something, but I always write a note down below that. And then I have so many um, other stationaries. Um, My husband has a lot of stationaries printed out for me because, he know, I love to send handwritten notes and things like that. You know, if I haven't heard from a person in a while, I'll go to Starbucks, let's say. And get a, a, a $10, $15, you know, Starbucks card and put it in one of my little notes there and, and wish them the, the best. I haven't heard from you, but just know I love you and, and I'll go and have, um, some coffee and tea and a brisket on me or something, you know, and they always call me mm-hmm. back and, oh, you know, Teresa, that was so at the right time because I'm going through this and, 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 you know, and, and this, you know, lifted my spirit and now I see my way clearer, you know, and things like that. So, I, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I implore people to, you know, to, um, you know, to, to, to be more connecting, um, to mm-hmm. first and foremost, first and foremost, God, and then be more, be more connecting to, you know, uh, to, you know, to, to other people as well. And, and these things as we are going into, um, you know, another year, these, you know, these things will help, help you to see your way. Um, you know, as we are spiritual beings having a human being experience, it'll help see your way as to what it is that you're supposed to do while you are here on earth because we all were whispered in the ear of, of something that God wanted us to do. Nobody has the same thing. It may be kind of similar, but it's not the same thing and everybody's, it's, it's all going to affect, you know, um, you know, uh, you know, everybody differently. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? Yeah. And, um, uh, again, I think that's great that um, uh, these kids are, are, are learning that, and and it, it does um, uh, lift someone's spirit when you have taken the time to sit down, sit down, and and, and write a list. Uh, mm-hmm. Sit down to scribble something on 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 a card, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you've written something, and they hey, just thinking about you, such and such, you know. Uh, because again, to me, it shows that boy, they took the time, they thought enough of me to take the time to write this letter, to put that pen or paper and, and pencil in, in their hand versus, uh, you know, just do 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 tapping on the, on the keyboard. So, mm-hmm. um, again, kudos it's, for that. Yeah. Kudos. Yeah. And, and, and kudos to, um, to Matt Lauer for that too. Now, um, segueing into this, you know, uh, every year, I may have skipped a year or two, but very seldom. I always, when I send out my Christmas cards, I always send out a letter um, uh, along with my Christmas cards. And I would like to share that with my listeners and, and you um, out there. And it's titled, Be Kind to One Another. 
It says, be kind to one another are the words that are spoken by Ellen DeGeneres as she completes each of her broadcasts on her show, Ellen. You know, I think that Ellen is not only one of the most talented and successful women comedians in the business, but she is also one of the most kindest, fair-minded individuals on earth. She displays no boundaries for the positive appetite for giving and for seeking out those who need and want her help. This is a constant on her talk show and behind the scenes as well. My questions to you are, just where does kindness start? Is this something we can emanate from others known for kindness as to give us a salient addition to our characteristics? Can we read a book about it to achieve this trait? My thoughts on the aforementioned are this. Kindness starts from within. This is a trait from God given that God has given to all of us. It is something that was looked and that was locked and loaded inside of us as we were born to this world as spiritual beings having a human being experience. We certainly can read a book about kindness to educate and or enhance this trait, thereby having initial salubrious intentions in our mind and in our spirit, first and foremost, that will transform transfer from us as we interact with others, others on a daily basis. Now, the year 2016 has proven to be a year that will be one of the most memorable ones in history. You know, kindness certainly did take place in this country. Don't doubt it. This year, as many people were the beneficiaries of this act, but it was not the chart stopper as the uptick of reports this year from previous years pertaining to violence, police shootings, the the depletion of our ecosystem, you know, heightened racism and an ugly presidential campaign. Well, this year has seemed to showcase the many areas among human beings that are important, uh, that are important areas that are lacking of not only kindness, but patience, sympathy, empathy, being complimentary, understanding, fairness, saying please, excuse me, and thank you, which are some of the most common courtesies that are seemingly being eradicated from our society on a daily basis. Why? Unfortunately, being low seems fashionable among a large portion of human beings to be with the in crowd, let's say, that are associated with every possible negative pattern known to man. As Michelle Obama said as she was campaigning for Hillary Clinton, when they go low, I go high. Kindness to me is part of the very essence of who and what I am, and I choose to be kind. I choose to go high always striving for the best in my mind, body, and spirit. So, as we are embarking on to entering into another year, let's take a moment to reflect on the past year. Let's look at where improvements can be made within ourselves and make a conscious decision for positive change, lovingly and expeditiously with kindness. And that is the letter that everyone is going to receive when they open up their Christmas card for me. Okay. And um, I will be broadcasting um, again, you guys on the 29th of um, on the 29th of, of um, uh, the December. And um, so um, the next time I talk to you, um, I know that you will have experience uh, some great things. I know that um, your Christmases will be will be bright and filled with jolly and hope and love and kindness and 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 um, Christ uh, Christ like acts. I I ask that you reach out to someone who is less fortunate than you and um, 
and uh, like the story of the lady who text her um text her uh, grandson and um uh, somehow the 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 um uh the 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 grandson had transitioned i say transition cuz i don't believe in dying nothing dies within god so i say transition and uh actually the 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 number went to this other gentleman who didn't have a place to go for thanksgiving nevertheless the woman opened up her heart and her home and um for this gentleman to come to Thanksgiving and I think that's a fabulous story and this is what we're supposed to be doing we're supposed to help one another not hinder one another not not downplay one another not be ugly to one another and hateful to one another we're all are here and and if you sit down and talk uh to people you will find that you are more alike than not alike so having said that I wish you all a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to you and your family. I want to thank you, Reginald, for always being uh, Johnny on the spot. You've been through with me through this year and, and last year as well, but I'm talking about this year and you and, and in the upcoming year as I'm, as I'm expanding um, my horizons in the, you know, uh, in, in what I'm doing in my professional business and, and, um, you know, on radio, I changed uh, from put it all on the table through mediation to here's Teresa so that I can broaden my spectrum in the talks and the varying guests that are going to be here on my show that will help enlighten and inspire and educate, um, myself and my listening audience. I think, um, uh, Dave Olson, as he's been with me all year, uh, whenever we have any type of glitch or anything, he's always been there, Johnny on the spot, always, uh, uh, you know, very, very fortunate and blessed. So I must have done something right to have, to have him, um, in, in my life. Because if, uh, you know, at the end of the day, when you hear my recordings, there's not a glitch or anything to be found. And for that, I'm very, I'm very grateful. And I'm very grateful to be here and able to talk to people because that is the one thing that, that is first and foremost in my heart is helping those who want and need my help. Okay. Now, having said that, I wish you once again a Merry Christmas. I will be talking to you before New Year. Should any of you not be in the sound of my voice, I'm going to say Happy New Year to you, and I wish you the absolute best. I will be airing again December 29th at 8 a.m. Please check your listings. Listings. Um, you can hear my recordings as I keep all of them archived on TalkZone.com. Get the app so that if you are out of town, guess what? You can just hear me wherever you are. Thank you very much to you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day and be kind to one another. 